The full episode is now available on Patreon. Please see the link in the description for more details. So Preston, I have to ask, have you had the chance to check out the new Dune movie yet? I have seen Dune. I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I, wa- I I had to watch it in two sittings just because I've, you know, the been exhausted from the kid but and it is a long movie um isn't it like two hours 45 minutes something like that and this is just part one which (laughs) yeah well it's tough for me to give a definitive opinion on the film considering that we're getting part two and it's you know a part like part one is just covering the first half of one giant book and you know part of me wishes that this was a television series with 10 hour long episodes on HBO. And the reason I say that is because Game of Thrones, the first season, is just fantastic. I'd argue it's one of the best book to media adaptations ever. And that's because the books were so big and with 10 to 13 episodes, you should have enough time to adapt almost everything. And there's no way Dune can adapt everything into a one giant three hour movie and still keep it somewhat faithful hell i doubt they can even fit everything in there in the second movie so i think the difference is george r R. martin spent a number of years in hollywood learning how to write you know in a hollywood fashion and game of thrones when you do multiple perspective which by the way if you ever take a writing course the first thing they tell you is don't do multiple perspective because it's really hard Um, you know, you want a book that has a a strong protagonist that the person feels connected to. And so that they'll, they'll read because you want to find out what that protagonist is doing. Now, if you read a lot of books lately, they're all multiple perspective. And yeah, one of the reasons is they're trying to show themselves like, oh, I'm going against the grain because a common rule in writing is to write one perspective, but it's also, they're looking for the adaptation. They're looking for um a show they want it to be picked up and and broken up and and when you have multiple perspective it lends well to you know cutting scenes and doing another you know scene 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 where where you're following different characters um and so that's that's why it's kind of done that way now dune was never really written with that in mind you know it's it, it was written in the 60s and they do jump perspectives which is unusual um but it doesn't uh it still mostly fo- follows you know paul and um honestly i'm just shocked that they managed to adapt this uh this book when everyone said it's nearly impossible uh people say that dune is really hard to adapt um and one reason is because it's really uh high level kind of thinking but the other is it is the original dune isn't isn't paced that well um, it begins with a lot of exposition and a lot of learning about different characters. Then there's this like act two is this big spiritual journey in the desert um, that's kind of spacey. And then all of a sudden at the end, there's this all of the action is kind of at the end uh, with this big fight coming in and, and a lot happens at once. And so if you watch, most people are familiar with David Lynch's Dune, which is you know, as as much as people say that's a weird movie, a lot of it is actually, you know, it's paced the same as the book. And it's, you know, they you can go scene by scene and say, oh, well, that, that scene was in the book and that scene was in the book. I mean, they take certain liberties and they do certain weird things with, with the movie. But, you know, it's 
it's paced kind of in a similar fashion to the book. Um, and so when they when they said that uh, they wanted to do Dune in two parts, I kept thinking, how are they going to break this up? Like, you know, I was if, afraid it was going to be like a Hobbit situation because the, the Hobbit movies were trash that Peter Jackson did a while ago. Yeah. They broke up the entire book into three movies. No. It, it, and so I, I don't even know how one would do it because you're – and and this was kind of a major weakness of uh, the current Dune movie. Um, I mean, people criticize the like the David Lynch Dune for having this problem where where yeah they do spend a lot of time introducing characters and then David Lynch sh- shortens up the, the 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 dreamy desert stuff in the middle, but it's still a lot and it's still kind of trippy, and then. All of a sudden, there's this big fight at the end, and you're like, "Whoa, this all came came out of nowhere." So, part one is always kind of this big long thing because you're introducing all of these characters, and then you're kind of stuck with these other two parts this this kind of slow desert section in the middle, and then this really too fast section at the end where where you know uh, Paul comes in and and ends up you know taking over, uh, defeating the Harkonnens and the, and the and the Emperor. So it's uh, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, so the the way they did it in the movie is they they kind of created a bunch of extra scenes, um, and and then kind of left on a on something that didn't really feel like much of a climax, you know. Um, well, my main issue with the film is is I felt like it wasn't long enough. Like I hope there's an extended mm-hmm. edition, like the Lord of the Rings did, where like there's like two extra hours because just when I was starting to like enjoy the characters, all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're dead. You know, I love Duncan Idaho; he was awesome. Jason Momoa is just like the way. Oh he- yeah, they and they and they expanded Duncan Idaho quite a bit in the movie. He he has much smaller role in the book. Really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I wanted uh, him to have more of a role because I was just enjoying his character and all of a sudden he's dead. And that's that's a shame because I wanted to see more of him. I wanted to see more of Kynes. I wanted to see more of um, Josh Brolin's character, Gun- Gunnery? Gun- Gunnery? Yeah. Uh, 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 Gunny. 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 Something like that. I don't know. Wait, wait. Um, I... I... If we get this wrong, people are people. <laughs> you're gonna look it you're up. Gonna, you're you're gonna have to. Now I'm 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 like I'm like uh, uh, Gurney. Shit, Gurney. <laughs> there Fuck. you go. Josh need, Brolin's you, character. You better cut that. You better cut that clip because people are gonna <laughs> fucking kill us for not getting Gurney right. God damn it. Like I said, I, I just wish it was longer. But at the same time, the one thing that really annoyed me, and maybe having an extended edition dives more into it, if we are gonna get one. What annoyed me about the film, and this is just a small complaint because it was released on HBO Max, I could watch it and pause it. If it was in the theaters, this would annoy me. There's not a lot of exposition for newcomers. Mm. Like, yeah, they they tell you what Spice is, but very briefly. And I wish they kind of doved into it a bit more as to why it's so damn important mm. and why is this one planet in the universe, the only planet capable of, of producing it. But um, there are other things I was confused about. Like, how come... Not all starships have the ability to to light speed yeah, or uh, yeah. hyperspace or whatever. How come they're coming out of this gigantic tube thing? And what about the um, oh, the actor's name escapes me, but uh, 
I think I think it's too fool too fool to fear. How come he's able to do all these like calculations in his head? Is like he's some kind of special psychic guy? And you know where are all the computers and stuff? And like I said, thank God um, this was on HBO Max. I could pause it and Google up these answers because if I was in the theaters, like I said, it would have been like really annoying instead of just mildly inconvenient. Um, but. The, there's no fish out of water character to like give us exposition as they learn, we learn. There's nothing like that. The characters themselves don't dive into any of these things. So, you know, it, it was a little annoying without the lack of exposition on certain things. But for the most part, it was it was pretty good. It's it's kind of funny. Cause like, OK, like we're, we're sounding really critical, uh, like off off the bat. And I don't want to be that critical. Like, I think Dune is the way like the movie is beautifully shot beautifully shot um the acting is superb um as a dune fan who knows the story i'm very entertained by it however i'm in the back of my mind i kept thinking of what a layman would think of the movie like wouldn't a layman be a casual viewer yeah casual viewer like like would they would they be like what what's going on who is that and is that information like what information is necessary as well like are they going to be lost because they don't know about you know the people having you know them being all post um technology and post artificial intelligence and needing to have humans do all of the calculations or not you know so so to put this in perspective you've read the book right yeah I've I haven't read the book, but I know the story because I I know a lot of people have read it. They've explained it to me. I've looked I've looked it up on several occasions. We're both uh, fans of Comic Book Girl nineteen. It's one of her favorite things of all time. So yeah. I, I've absorbed the story through osmosis. So, so you've never you've never watched uh, David Lynch's Dune or the Dune the sci fi miniseries Dune. I've seen clips of it here and there. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's uh. I mean, it's interesting to see the different the different attempts at things, but it is really tough because there is a lot of backstory that you that they you kind of want to uh, let people know about. Um, the David Lynch one starts with you know a bunch of narratives about you know how the world they live in and uh, you know text on screen and people explaining stuff, um, and it definitely comes off as really weird, you know. Uh, and people, people were like, oh my God, what's, what's going on? Um, but it's not, you know, in many ways it's important and in many ways it's not important, you know, like, well, as someone just... of a casual, I kind of felt a little overwhelmed. Like I said, I'm so glad I, it was on HBO max so I can pause it and go look it mm. up because in the course of 30 minutes, um, you have like these weird Mentat guys and then you have the Harkonnens yeah. and then you have, uh, Spice and then you have, the way they do interstellar travel and then you have um why are they using human computers and then you have like the Bene Gesserit yeah. and the Kazwat whatever the fuck it's called because you know those crazy names the chosen one which eh. and then you have the shields and why they're using swords a lot of this isn't explained you kind of have to get it like I was having this conversation with a friend of mine and he liked it but he asked why the fuck is no one using guns and it makes sense because you know they have personal shields I get it. You know, it's you have to use yeah. a sword. A, a sword can penetrate the shield. It's slow moving, whereas a projectile weapon or a laser gun is faster. You know, bounce right off. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I suppose their armor was kind of self 
um, explaining in, in why people weren't using guns, but they did start using those drilling darts and, and, and stuff like that. That's all, um, you know, elements of that are definitely in the book and, and, um, the, but certain things were explained more in this version. Um, and then other things weren't, you know, like how important spice is, um, is really, is really an important part of, of certainly the David Lynch uh, one. And, and they, you know, they keep talking about spice, 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 spice. And yeah, they mention spice in the new movie, but um, it's not drilled into you as much as it is in, in, in um, other versions. While this one, there's more explanation. In this one, there's more explanation of the, of the Bene Gesserit who, who it, um, is probably a more confusing and uh, uh, organization that takes more of a backseat. Um, a lot of stuff from future movies and future books was included in this in this version of Dune, um, which which is kind of interesting. Like already revealing, like right from the get go, that and being very blunt about the fact that that the the prophecy that the Fremen uh, know is fake and planted there by the Bene Gesserit and like you know it wait that when was I fake fir- huh I didn't get that oh there's a whole scene there's a whole scene where he's where he's on the uh on the ship with with his mom uh Lady Jessica and and they they talk about how the prophecy is fake and how it was planted I need to go and, back and watch and, this and I don't how he's a puppet scene. yeah yeah so so eventually eventually you kind of you know everything's eventually revealed um that paul paul is a puppet you know and lady jessica is a puppet um and the prophecy was a puppet of the of the bene gesserit's like um like you know secret plan and this is this is a little more subtle in other versions, but this is it's quite blunt where they just tell you right off the bat, like, oh no, we had we had we had plans. We wanted Lady Jessica to have a girl. She chose to have a boy. I don't know how they choose, but I guess with her with her powers, she can choose to to have to, to choose the gender or the sex of her of her child. But she was supposed to have a girl, and that so that the girl could be married off to one of one of the Harkonnens. Uh, to produce then like the chosen one of the Bene Gesserit. But Lady Jessica chose to have a boy instead to please her husband, which changes everything. Um, and so the Bene Gesserit are kind of upset. But but then there's the talk about whether or not Paul is the chosen one anyway. But so that, that you have a chosen one of the Bene Gesserit, but then you have the chosen one of the Fremen, but the Fremen only believe that Paul is the chosen one because of the Bene Gesserit placing that prophecy there. Yeah. It, it's, it's, what? it's more game of Thrones and complicated than you think. Like the Bene Gesserit are kind of like, you know how there's a mace, there's a maesters planned at all kind of theory from a, a dance with dragons that lady Dustin believes that the, the maesters are actually controlling things behind the scenes. Right. That they're, they're pretending to be advisors, but they're really controlling everything. Well, that's the truth of the Dune universe. Like the Bene Gesserit are supposed to be advisors, but in truth, they're actually ru- running the whole thing and 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 like shaping the destiny of the entire empire. 